Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Firstly, I'd just love to say a big thank you for tuning in to today's show. Um, this is the first kind of solo episode that I've done in a while now, and um, I had this episode in mind a while back and um, just didn't get around to recording it, and then um, as of lately, I think, you know, being in Melbourne and Victoria and, you know, us being in some pretty heavy restrictions still with coronavirus, I thought it'd be a pretty timely um, episode. And hopefully everybody that tunes into today's show can kind of resonate and relate and um, and can also understand where I'm coming from with this one. And, you know, if you've got something to add to today's show, um, I, I'd love to, to hear your response. So as always, if you do have some feedback or if you just enjoy today's show, please do take a screenshot for me and post it up on your Instagram story um, straight away and tag myself, or sorry, tag me in it. And um, yeah, I'd love to get your feedback. But as the title um, says in today's show, um, I wanted to talk about, I guess, COVID ner- COVID-19 learnings. Um, and I guess probably the first one is that I don't know how to speak, but COVID-19 learnings and um, what I've been able to take away from this whole coronavirus experience. Um, And, you know, firstly, I wanted to add in the fact that, you know, I'm going to be talking about some of the good things or I, not even necessarily some of the good things, but as I mentioned, some of the learnings from this this, um, experience and this whole period, and it's obviously still not over yet, but I do understand that not everybody is in the exact same position. So although these are things that I've been able to take away from this experience, I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably in um, much worse positions than than what I've been in. Um, There definitely is a lot of people that are in much worse positions than what I've been in. There's also others that haven't been as affected as what I've been affected as um, throughout this period as well with my business and and not being able to see family and all that type of stuff. But um, I think everybody would be able to, to... relate to a number of the the things that I chat about today but um and I think it's been I, I've spoken to a few people about this um over the past couple of months in terms of everyone being in lockdown and everyone's kind of life being just turned upside down it's been a bit of an audit um I, I, I guess a life audit to to see where you're at to see the things that you were doing well the things that you weren't doing well things that need to improve, areas that um, that you probably have never put any attention to um, up until now, which you probably realize that you should have. And um, it's been a pretty rude awakening for a lot of people, but it has been a big audit. And I think for the majority of people on the other side of this, we're going to come out um, better off in terms of especially understanding how to deal with, um, with I guess, adversity and stuff like that and um, get, having to respond and react and I guess adapt to, to different circumstances that may be tough and obviously not what we want. Um, there, as I've said, there are a lot of people that will be um, struggling after this and you know, I really feel for people that are um, going to be in that position and you know, if there's anything that we can be doing to help those that need it, then um, obviously that's what we should be doing and um, you know, hopefully this, this podcast isn't going to have that impact, I guess, financially for people, but hopefully um, with a headspace or mental health side of things that this podcast today can can be of benefit to some people. So these are just some of the learnings that I've taken away from this period. And the first one is that we must diversify in our life. So I think a lot of people have kind of got to the point where, you know, when we are in these restrictions and these lockdowns, you realize that you are so 
kind of narrow-minded with a lot of the stuff that you usually do, whether it's the people you see, whether it's the places you go, whether it's the interests that you have, whether it's um, you know sticking to the exact same option over and over and over again without really putting any thought to it and um, whether that be with money, whether that be with friends, experiences, day-to-day shit. I think it's um it's so important to diversify and there's a lot of people now that um that have realized that because they have put all their eggs in one basket when things like this happen it, it's it's almost a bit too late and 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 um although you know by putting all your eggs in one basket that may be something that's that's worked well for you over over the years and and in time that's that's been of benefit to you um this is the whole lockdown and coronavirus situation has been a bit of a yeah, a bit of a rude awakening to to help people understand they do need to diversify and not always put all their eggs in one basket because when that gets taken away, if you've got no other aspect of your life that that's different, and I know I'm not really being that specific with this first one, but um, you know, let's say uh, for example, if you own your own business and everything you're doing is in one area, so I'll use I'll use fitness as an example, um, and as a personal trainer, for example, you've never um, this is where someone would suffer. So if someone was a personal trainer, um, they have never put any effort into building up a social media following. They've never put any effort into building an email list. They don't have you know, a podcast, YouTube channel, whatever it is. They don't have any online presence. All they rely on is turning up to the gym, training their clients face-to-face, finishing the day, and then going home and putting no more thought to their business. Now, for some people, that may be exactly what you want to do. And obviously, for those that own a gym, that's probably what you're going to be doing, although you should obviously have an online side of things as well. But this period has then just smacked these people in the face because when that gets taken away, what do you do? You know, I um, have been fortunate in a way, I guess, that I had a bit of an online following, that I had an online coaching business that I've built up over the years since about 2016. So although my personal training has been taken away from me completely at the moment anyway, like I'm not even meant to do any PTs at all. Luckily, I'm still able to connect with people online through my email list, through my social media, through this podcast and and hopefully still make some income through online coaching Um, and that's a platform that I'm able to use. But if I had to put all my eggs in one basket and just did PT, then I would be fucked right now and it'd be a lot harder to get through this period without it. So... I'm very grateful and lucky that I had that um, in the first place, but it just, it's even more so now. I'm like, wow. So, with these restrictions now, I should have been doing even more online, or I should have had even more things set up to, you know, and there's no way that anyone could have predicted that this shit was going to happen. But it just goes to show that you don't know what can happen. Something could happen any day. Everything can just be taken away from you at any point in time. So, if all your eggs are in one basket, then, then it leaves you in a very, hard position so i think the more you can diversify the better that's the first thing the second uh learning or takeaway that i've got from covid is the people in my life who are most important to me and the people that um i guess i'm still communicating with regularly um and the people that i'm not so you know beforehand when you're out at social events when you're out doing things all the time and there's people that you see all the time and you know Maybe they're associates, maybe they're you know friends, or you think think they're friends or whatever, and um and you happen to see them all the time and and blah blah blah. But then when push comes to shove, and um, I guess you kind of find out who your real your real friends are. Um, you also you also kind of see like 
people's true colors. That's probably what I'm trying to get at with people. Um, you, you learn about people. You learn who your true friends are. You learn who's going to be there when you need them most. And you can also see people's true colors because it's easy to be polite. It's easy to be a leader. It's easy to be a good person and to be giving and all that type of stuff when everything's going well and everything's going perfectly for you. But when everything's gone to shit, when everything's been thrown off, when it, when your whole life's been turned upside down, that really shows what type of person you are. And I think um, you know it's been really good to, to get to know certain people on, on a bit of a different level and you see the people that you know you can always count on and they're still hanging around. And you know a lot of these people that you, you did see a lot of before or maybe you had a little bit to do with that you thought maybe you know, close friends or whatever, and you're not able to see them anymore, you're not able to see them where you usually would, all of a sudden they haven't been reaching out or all of a sudden you're not in as much contact with them anymore and that's okay, but it just kind of shows you um, the people that you that you know you can count on and, and I think a lot of people probably already knew this shit anyway, but I, I've found that quite interesting anyway. Um, I don't think I've explained that one all that well, which is a very common occurrence um, for me, but um, I guess the main thing I... I wanted to get across is that you are able to really understand and learn what people are truly like when they are under a lot of stress, when they are um, under high pressure situations or when things are thrown off and they're not their usual self and everything's not going great. And that's something that I'm trying to get better at as well, you know, using my meditation and stuff like that to to become a lot better at just staying a lot more level-headed and not getting too high with the highs and not getting too low with the lows and staying calm and um, not reacting to things straight away, which I'm not good at. But um, I'm getting better at it. So, you know, not reacting to negative situations straight away and just cracking the shits and just and being frustrated at certain things and, and doing making silly decisions based off, um, you know, short-term, I guess, emotions, blah, blah, blah. Same with um, when things go well, not getting uh, complacent with where you're at when things are going well and, um, and, and just staying a lot more calm and, and just taking things as they come and putting a bit more thought to to decision making and stuff like that so that's been a, another takeaway for me that I've I've kind of enjoyed as well and you know as I said these are just a number of things that I've been thinking about a lot throughout this lockdown period and there's probably a shitload more that I could add to this I just didn't want to make the episode um, too long for you guys when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply but the third one is the importance of being able to adapt. Now, we've gone through stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. At one point, we're in stage three, maybe, I think. Go back to stage two, nearly get to stage one, and then, fuck, we're back in stage four. The the, uh, the adaptations everyone has had to make with their job, with their social interactions, with their training, with their nutrition, with fucking everything, headspace, minds, like all of that. We've had to adapt so many times that the ones that are willing to just fucking cop it on the chin, just accept it, not worry about folk trying to, you know, not putting too much attention and energy into shit that you can't control anyway and just accepting that it is what it is and being able to adapt straight away, focus on what you can control, put all your energy into the things that you can control um, and being, you know, just grateful for what you've got at that current time and, and, and just... I guess accepting the fact that you need to adapt straight away. The sooner you can adapt, 
the better off you're going to be. And I think that's what you've been able to see, um, particularly with businesses throughout um, COVID-19 and Corona. I don't know what to refer to it as to COVID-19, I guess we'll go with. Um, but you've been able to see certain businesses that have adapted really quickly. They're doing well. You know, there's businesses that never had an online platform. All of a sudden, now they do. There's businesses that never really did much takeaway, you know, in hospitality. Now, all of a sudden, they are. They're signed up to Uber Eats. They're doing, you know, whatever it is. They were able to adapt very quickly. And they're not sitting around feeling sorry for themselves when the rest of the fucking state, the rest of the world, you know, whatever, is also having to adapt as well. So, understanding that it's not just you. You're not the only one that's that's struggling. But by you complaining and being fucking annoyed and, and cracking the shits or sitting around wishing that things were different, that's not going to change anything. That's not going to change the fact that we're in stage four at the moment and you have to be home by like fucking eight o'clock at night, even though that's ridiculous, I think. By me talking about it all day, every day and whinging about it and just wishing that it would change and reading all these articles online and looking at the news every day, hoping that it's going to change, it's not going to make a difference. Like that's that's got... I have no impact on how that decision when it gets changed or how it gets made. So just adapting, move on, just change, just make the change as soon as possible, accept it, deal with it, figure out how to continue to win, to figure out how to be successful from there and then just keep moving forward. You've got to keep moving forward. That's, it's, it's so important. The next takeaway I've got is the importance of routine and structure. Um, thinking back to the start of all of this, I just had a shoulder reconstruction right at the start um, of the first or the initial stages of restrictions and I didn't have a great deal of routine or structure. Obviously, the gym got shut. I had my shoulder done. I couldn't train. Um, you know, my girlfriend, Danielle, she was she was working flat out so there was no real structure in my day. I, I, I was kind of at home, do a bit of work here and there, couldn't train, didn't see clients. My sleeping patterns were all over the place. And my mental health was shit. I didn't feel good. I, I didn't feel good at all. Um, my headspace was no good. So, I, you know, I, I think that I relatively quickly adapted and understood that I needed to make a change and, and things needed to change around a bit. And I knew that I felt great when things were normal in terms of I had structure and routine. I knew what time I had to be up. I knew, you know, I had my full day structured, planned out to the hour, to the minute, really. And although sometimes that can be stressful when you're busy or whatever, it's a good thing. I, I really strive, and some people don't, but I really strive off um, of structure and routine. So I started structuring my days and my weeks as I would if I was you know, working as normal, even though I wasn't. So even when I was just at home and not even really training clients much, I was training fuck all people at the start because no one was really training that much. So I'd still get up at six. Um, I would do my morning routine, which has been an absolute you know, lifesaver for me and it's something that I've taken on even more so than what I was doing before and I've really, really gravitated towards this and the importance of it now but I'd get up in the morning at the early time that I usually get up if I was going to work for the day, I'd, you know, do my cold shower, I'd do my meditation, I would do my goals, my um, my gratitude which I'll touch on soon, set my intentions for the day and I'd have my whole day structured out. It might be first two hours of the day I'm going to do online work, I'm going to do some emails, create some content, record a podcast, then I might have a break and go get a coffee. Then the next couple of hours, it might be, you know, maybe I'm going to go see a few PT clients outdoors. After that, lunchtime. After that, you know, I have all thing, things structured out for the whole day so that by the time I go to bed, my day has been structured out as if it's normal, even though it wasn't. So things were different than usual, but there's still structure and routine. And that was a 
like an absolute lifesaver for me. It made things so much better. My headspace became so much better. Um, my days were way more productive because when there was no routine or structure, I was fucking getting nothing done. So, you know, say for example, I had an email to write and I knew I had like two hours to write it. It'd take me two hours to write this email that should take 10 to 15 minutes. So there was no productivity there because there was no structure and routine. I wasn't sticking to timelines. Once I changed that up, um, that opened up the doors. Everything became a lot better. I was way more productive and efficient. I was happier, um, felt healthier. Everything was better. I was sleeping better. Um, and so that was a game changer for me. And that's something that I found so important. And that's what I've told a lot of people as well is that if you're struggling with productivity, if you're struggling with not feeling good, if you're struggling with being completely out of whack because you're not working at work anymore, you know, you're working from home or you're not seeing your friends, you're not training at the gym, whatever, just come up with some form of structure and routine for your day. Even if that includes your training, which it should, you know, you've got training at 5 p.m. today. So you're going to train at 5. That means you've got to be ready for the gym at 5 o'clock, even if it's in your fucking living room where you've been all day anyway. Structure your day in a way that you're able to be productive and you've got timelines to work off and that um, was big for me. A couple more takeaways here. Number five um, I've got written down here is communication and how important that is. Whether that's checking in on a friend with a text message, a phone call. Um, I've used FaceTime. I think a lot of people have used Zoom probably for the first time. Um, a lot throughout COVID, I was using it already with podcasting and stuff like that with guests. But, you know, just Zoom calling friends to chat or FaceTiming someone or sending a voice message. You know, I've been sending a lot of voice messages to people lately. Two reasons. First one, because I'm really lazy and can't be bothered texting. But the second one is because I find it a bit more personal. But the communication side of things is so, so important. And... There's a lot of businesses out there as well that have realized that their communication is absolute key, particularly when you're not all in the office. So if you're usually working in an office space and you can just lean over the desk and ask buddy Johnny what he was telling you earlier about what to put in this certain email or the newsletter or whatever, then all of a sudden you've got to you got to communicate via email or call or text or whatever and try and get, you know, be as productive as what you would be if you're all working in the same environment. So I think everyone's importance around communication has um has has increased as well which is good it's good to see i think and particularly when you're not able to go and see people that you you would usually like to see like um you know there's been days where i've been i've been busy with with work even throughout corona or whatever been busy with work and structuring out my day and i'm kind of get to the end of the day and realize i haven't called or facetimed or checked in you know with family with mum or dad my brother or sister or whatever um and it is important so you know, me not being able to, you know, I have pretty much not really seen any of my family for this whole time, pretty much. You know, my, my sister turned 21, my dad's birthday soon, haven't seen mum, saw my brother the other day, but like haven't really seen many people from my family at all. So it's been good to be able to FaceTime and call and you and you learn to appreciate those a lot more as well. Um, but communication I've uh, found is to be so extremely important throughout this period. And that takes me to the last one, you know, I said about appreciating you know talking to these people and stuff is is gratitude um the last few weeks have just felt incredible like i've mentioned before with my meditation i've been genuinely really looking forward to it getting a lot out of my meditations lately but also putting a big emphasis on gratitude and what i'm grateful for and and all the things that i'm so lucky to have even in this period now where things are different more so now like you know really recognizing what i'm lucky to have and what i'm grateful for and people events experiences 
you know, materialistic things, objects, blah, 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 educate, like just everything. Like I'm very, very, very grateful. And for me in the morning to be able to do my meditation, my goal setting for the day, write down what I'm grateful for and set my intentions puts me in such a great headspace when I walk out of here in the morning and, and I'm not focused on, you know, I'm not thinking about how fucking cold it is. I'm not thinking about all the red lights I got on the way to work or not thinking about how tired I am. I'm genuinely thinking about all the things I'm grateful for and um and and the difference in my mood the difference in my productivity and and probably just being around me as well has probably been a shitload better than what it usually would be um and you can tell um i was talking to briefly talked to india vine which is a past guest of this show um if you haven't listened to her episode be sure to check it out and she was saying how she's had kind of a bit of a breakthrough in the last few weeks where everything feels like it's click uh, it's clicking and it has for me as well you know like i think the fact that i've been feeling so good meditating and being really grateful and stuff like um as i mentioned my partner danielle she she's just started meditating as well which is awesome because it's something that i mentioned to her a long time ago it's something that she hadn't really done before and you know you kind of not you don't do it until you're ready to do it regardless of how many people tell you to do it and just recently she just asked me for a link to the one i do and now she's doing she's feeling great she's doing cold showers and I think that's just a, a ripple effect when you're around other people that are feeling great, that are grateful and that are in a good headspace. It, that, that vibration kind of rubs off on other people as well. And um, it's, it's a good a good feeling and, and a good experience to be around. So I guess that kind of wraps up this episode. As I said, there's probably more stuff that we can put down. The last thing I'll touch on actually along with gratitude is just journaling. So I do my journal and stuff every day anyway. Um, it doesn't have to be into a shitload of detail or whatever, but just writing down stuff each day and, you know, and realizing, you know, oh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a really great week. This week, not as good. How about I go back to my journal and see what I was doing that week that was making me feel so good? Um, you know, there's no excuse at the moment. There's literally no excuse to not do the essential things that you need to or can do to, to make your day and your life and everything so much better because we have so much time. I mean, time is your most valuable asset and now we have plenty of it um most of us anyway that are still in these restrictions i know a lot of people listening are probably out of it now and they're, they're back at work and everything's kind of getting back to normal but i still think you'll be able to relate to today's episode so thanks for tuning in as i said first solo episode in a while we've got some really exciting guests coming up in the next few weeks which i can't wait to share with you um, but i hope you've enjoyed today's episode um if you have please do take a screenshot and post it up on your instagram story for me um hope you have a great day have a great week and and i hope you've uh, taken some value from today's episode and a big thank you for tuning into today's show